Hey friend, welcome back to the Balanced Nurse Podcast. I am so excited to be here. Happy Tuesday. I am wanting to share with you guys four things today in really helping you get unstuck and get back on making progress on your health and life goals. Whatever those goals are for you, maybe you're working towards your finances, maybe a better relationship, maybe you're wanting to date more, maybe you've been wanting to write that book, you've always wanted to write, or you're wanting to change careers, go back to school. We each have our own journeys and our own personal goals. And I really wanted to create this episode today to help you in case you feel like you're stuck. You feel like, you know, I've, I feel like I want to do something more, or I know I have big goals, maybe big health goals or financial goals, and you just feel stuck. You feel like you're not taking any action. You feel like you're not making any progress. You know, this episode is for you. Now, before I get into the episode, I do want to remind you that if you haven't already, go ahead and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's all on tips for managing your time, being more productive, especially on your days off, your beautiful, precious days off, and tips on self-care and health and wellness to really help you live your best life. Hey friend, welcome to the Balanced Nurse Podcast. Are you wanting more time on your days off to create healthier habits and actually work on your goals? Then this podcast is for you. I'm Ashley and I used to be a burnt out nurse just like you. I know what it's like to feel exhausted and frustrated on your days off. I wanted to work out more, eat healthier, and enjoy time with friends and family. But I kept telling myself that that run could wait till tomorrow. I was just too tired to fit in a workout into my busy schedule. Entering my 30s, I realized I had neglected my own health and personal growth. It was a wake-up call that inspired me to take control of my life. That's when I learned two key things. The incredible peace that time management brings and the beauty of real work-life harmony. And I want you, friend, to have this too. I'll share with you my tips and tricks on how to manage your time, create healthier habits, and be more productive on your days off so that you can achieve your biggest health and business goals. So let's pop in those earbuds, get that nurse fun up, and let's dig in. All right, friend, let's go ahead and go into this topic here today. I want to share with you four things that I think are going to be so helpful in really getting you unstuck and making progress again on your health and life goals. Again, that could be anything that you're working towards right now in your life. Maybe you know you're in school and you're wanting to get better grades. You are maybe changing or switching careers right now or taking on a new project at work, whatever that looks like for you. I think this is the perfect episode for you if you are just feeling stuck and feel like you're not making any progress on your goals. Now, I mentioned in my previous episode how my girlfriend and I got together this weekend to really go over our budgeting and financial goals. It was so much fun. We made it a girls' night. We had some wine, kombucha. I made some food, some yummy chocolate cookies, which I never, I never bake. Guys, I'm not a baker. And I was like in the mood to really bake some cookies. They came out so yummy and it was such a great time. Like her and I had such great conversations around money and finances and investing. And we both, you know, were opening up to each other about our money, you know, mindset or the, the goals or the struggles that we're 
you know, going through and experiencing right now in our lives. So it was such a nice girls night and highly recommend that to gather some friends, especially if you have some similarities and really hold each other accountable. But, you know, she uh, expressed to me how she was doing really well with her finances and then fell off track, right? She was doing great at the beginning of the year when she set out those goals, what she wanted, and then fell off track. But she's not the only one. I know that I've fallen off track with some of my goals, and I'm sure many of us can resonate with that. We start off the year so strong with great intentions, right? And then life happens. We get busy, things happen, we have obligations, and there's just a lot that goes on. Birthdays and holidays, so many things that can kind of get in our way or become obstacles, right? So she is not alone. I know I'm not alone in feeling this. And I just really wanted to share some things that have really helped me stay on track with with my goals. And, you know, she was actually mentioning how she was thinking back to a time when she 100% went through something. Like she started it and then like she went 100% all in and that's when she actually got a coach, which I thought was so interesting to hear because that is sometimes you need that accountability. You need to check in with someone and know that they are holding you accountable in taking the actions that you need to take in order to achieve those results. For example, if you have a personal trainer, when I first started my health journey a couple years ago, I decided I was going to invest in a personal trainer and I showed up every week and it was hard at first because it was different. It was a little uncomfortable and I wasn't used to being on a consistent workout schedule like that, right? And he would really hold me accountable to what I was eating. He would ask me every time we met, he's like, how's your nutrition been? What are you eating? And you know, if if, especially after a few months, if there were some things that I was not seeing a change in, he would ask me about my nutrition. He's like, well, how is it? And I would tell him, well, you know, I had like three frozen margaritas last night, <laughs> you know? So it's like, and he's, and he would just give me this eye, like, really? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> so I was like, it, it was a girl's night, but it was like, I was doing that very often back then. I was drinking pretty often and it was like the frozen margaritas that really get you because they have so much sugar in them right so I knew that every time I was going to meet with him I knew that I was going to have to tell him what I was what I had been eating and drinking and if I was also exercising on those days off from him right so that really held me accountable and it made me really shift my thinking my ways of thinking, especially like getting things done, I'm like, oh no, I, I, I have to, I gotta get, I gotta work out because if not, you know, he's gonna get on me or whatever, right? And also I put so much money. I invested a lot of money when I paid for my trainer. I paid upfront. I paid six months worth and I got two months free because I paid up all front, like a hundred percent. And yeah, it was just, it was really the best investment that I made for myself because it really just put me on this path now that it's now my lifestyle. Like it feels really weird if I do not work out, right? So such a great um, way of 
holding, you know, having someone hold you accountable for, for your actions, right? Because you have to report to them, check in with them, and it's totally worth the investment. I, I see it as like really investing in yourself. And just like my friend mentioned, right? The last time that she, you know, she can remember where she started something, she, she had some weight loss goals and she hired a coach and she went through with it. And she had amazing results, guys. Amazing, right? So something to keep in mind here and something that, you know, I'll talk about in a little bit. So I kind of wanted to break down, you know, four things here that could really help you get back on track and continue making progress on your goals. So the first thing is getting clear on your goals. Sometimes we might just keep things super vague and we say, I want to lose weight or I want to get strong. Or, you know, I want to improve my health. That's a big one that I've heard. Like, I want to improve my health. And yes, that's great. That's amazing. Everyone should improve their health, right? But getting really clear and specific with that goal. Now, you can break it down to saying, I want to lose 20 pounds by, you know, what what month are we in October? Let's say in four months, I want to lose 20 pounds. And really using that SMART acronym, and I've made an episode about this, you know, if you haven't heard of the SMART acronym, it stands for, S is for specific, right? So again, get re- getting really specific, how much weight do you want to lose? P is, um, sorry, P, M is measurable, is it measurable, right? If you say I want to improve my health, well, one, that's not really specific, And you can't really measure that, right? Like you need the starting point and then the ending point to see where, what, did you reach your goal? And, you know, was there progress? How was that, right? So is it measurable? Losing weight, that's measurable, right? You can get on the scale and you can measure, did you lose the 20 pounds? All right, and then A is for achievable, right? Make sure that you can reasonably accomplish this goal within a certain time frame. Now, again, we said 20 pounds in four months, right? Like that's pretty achievable. However, if you were to say 20 pounds in three weeks, maybe that's not achievable, especially maybe considering your lifestyle, your obligations, you know, your work style. Like if you're working six shifts and you don't have time to exercise or maybe meal prep, that might not be achievable in the three weeks or four weeks, right? So A is for achievable. R is relevant. Is this goal relevant to your values, to what you want in your life, to your long-term objectives, right? And something that I want to include here and mention is going to your why, right? You know, at work uh, with the hospital, they always, they'll ask us like, what is your why? Like, why did you start nursing? And same thing here, right? Why do you want to get healthy? And I really encourage you to ask yourself like seven times, right? If you say, I want to improve my health. Okay. Well, why? Well, because I want to feel good. Well, why? Well, because I want to be able to, um, move more. Well, why? Because I want to be able to not feel pain when I'm moving or not feel whatever, right? Like a insert negative feeling. (laughs) And you know, if you ask yourself, well, why? Well, because I want to be able to play around with my kids, right? Now you're getting to a deeper level 
as to why you know you want to improve your health which seems so vague you break it down and you get specific and it now that goal is relevant to your life because you want to improve your health you want to lose that weight you want to be able to not get short of breath when you're walking a few flight of stairs right so get deep into why you are wanting to achieve this goal does it align with your values does it align with the person that you're wanting to become right and how is it relevant to your long-term goals as well okay the last thing for the smart goal acronym is time again you want to lose weight 20 pounds in what time frame always including the time frame so then that way you have it set on the date put it on your calendar and know that by this time this is when I want to have accomplished my goal and you work your way backwards okay these are the things I need to do in order to get there okay guys so that is the first thing here which is getting clear on your goals using the SMART acronym all right the second thing is breaking it down break these goals into smaller parts okay so if your goal is to lose 20 pounds by the end of you know february of next year okay so that's a few months there you have your specific it's 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 achievable it's relevant to you and you have a good time frame now how can we break this down what do you need to do monthly and then from there what do i need to do weekly and then daily right Break it up into small actions that over time, you know that over those four months, it's going to compound and it's going to add up. All those small actions are going to add up. So let's say, for example, you're wanting to lose the 20 pounds in the three or four months, right? Now, what do you have to do monthly? Break that down, right? What do you have to do weekly? And then you look at your dailies. And that way, once you break those goals down, then it just feels a little less overwhelming because 20 pounds can feel like a lot for some people, right? Or 50 pounds, whatever your goal weight is. And it's not just weight loss, right? It can be maybe with your finances, right? For example, with me and my girlfriend, like we were wanting to, we had some big goals. We were like, okay, well, we know, but let's start here. Let's start small. We broke it down, right? We're like, let's start with paying off some credit card debt we can work on that let's start with um, having all our bills automatically deducted from our bank account okay so that's one thing that we can do so we started off big we started off vague and then we broke it down and we actually set those goals with time frames so highly recommend just breaking down those goals into what you can do monthly weekly and then daily so it just doesn't feel like so much and i can give you an example here my goal right now is to save money. I want I spent way too much on food last month. And I want to for this the goal of this month was to um cut that in half, right? So to have spent you know half of that for just October. And I did that by break I knew that I had to meal prep. So then I broke it down and I'm like weekly every Sunday I meal prep my meals. And I'm planning out how many meals I need for, for each day, how much, depending on how much I usually eat, right? And because I normally don't eat breakfast, I, I usually fast. And so I eat lunch and then dinner. So two meals a day. And, you know, 
I break up the meal prep sometime too, right? Because Sundays are, for me, it, it, I don't know, I want, it, I want it to be like very relaxed. It's my, you know, day off before going back into the work week. So sometimes I just do like one or two big batches of like meal prep, um, like, you know, crock pot, crock pot um, sorry, Instant Pot recipes. And that way I'm able to be good for three or four days. And then on Wednesdays, usually Wednesdays or Thursdays, I will make another batch, right? Because to me, meal prepping everything on one day is a lot. It can definitely be a lot for me and I just don't like it. I don't like being in the kitchen for that for that long. So break down your goals, break down the things that you need to do. For example, something as easy as meal prepping. Well, I shouldn't say easy, right? Because it can be it can be a little difficult and just time consuming. But break that meal prep in like do by doing it twice a week. If that is going to help you stick to that habit. Okay. The third thing here is taking small actions, right? The idea of 1% better, guys. I really love this concept. It's something that James Clear really emphasizes in his book, Atomic Habits, that these small little actions are going to compound and add up over time. They really are. And I think sometimes, you know, we think, oh my gosh, you know, I'm off track with my goals. Like, what's the point? you know, I'm not going to reach them or I keep falling off track. I just can't stick with them or it's too much. And the thing is that time is going to continue passing, right? Time is going to continue passing and we're going to wish we would have started earlier. We're going to wish that we would have just done those small things. And sometimes it's going to just take for us to just take those small little actions, even if they're messy, even if they're not pretty, they're not perfect or Instagram worthy. It's going to take us just starting messy and doing that small habit and then seeing if we can do 1% better the next day. And then again, the next day, even if it's just 1% better. I feel like that has really been such a huge impact in my life. I kind of stopped really focusing on the dieting and, you know, trying to have things so perfectly done and instead chose a couple of habits to to really implement in my life and become consistent with. And every day, every day, I just ask myself, how can I be better today? How can I improve this by 1%? And I truly think that that's how I've gotten to where I am with my health, with my mindset, with my personal growth. Absolutely love this idea. So really just taking those small actions, whether that's drinking water every day, whether that's reading five minutes of a self-help book, right? Whether that is taking 10 minutes to write that paper that you're wanting to write or that book that you're wanting to write, whatever that looks like for you and improving on that the next day. Okay, the last thing here is accountability. Now, I mentioned this with my girlfriend, right? How she talked about her coach. And so I want to really emphasize this which I know I kind of already did, <laughs> but really want to emphasize the how important it is, guys, to have that accountability partner. You don't have to necessarily hire a coach, which although I do recommend that, I think that once I've put money in, once I've put like once I put money down, right, and invest in myself, 
I have skin in the game. Like, I got to get this done because I invested in myself. I put that money down. And the times that I've done that, I have made such huge progress and achieved amazing results in the different areas where I've had a coach in. And so highly recommend if you plan on getting a you know, financial advisor or getting a coach for you know to help you with your finances or a coach to help you, help you with your hormones or a coach to help you with whatever it is. There's a coach for everything out there now, right? Hiring a coach can really help you with that accountability. If you truly want to change your life, if you truly want to improve in that area of your life that you've been wanting to improve, but you keep getting stuck or you keep falling off track. And sometimes guys, it's just easier to say no to ourselves. It's easier to like negotiate with ourselves and get our talk ourselves out of things than it is with other people involved. So highly recommend that. And if you can't, you know, afford a coach right now, completely fine. Think about a friend, like just me and my girlfriend, like we were doing. I was the one who texted her and I was like, hey girl, like, cause I had already, you know, we've, her and I had talked about finances before and I, I just knew I wanted to get serious with this. And so, and I knew I could do a bulk of it by myself right now. And I told her, I was like, hey, do you want to start meeting up for this? Like, let's make it a girl's night. Like, let's make it fun. And let's make it safe for us to talk about finances and the goals that we have for for our, our personal finances and investing, like what we want. So that's been a lot of fun. And, you know, you can also try this with your friends as far as like maybe you're wanting to, both of y'all are wanting to um, lose some weight or get stronger or work out a certain amount of times per week. Hold yourselves accountable, right? Okay, guys, so... Those are the four things that I think will really help you get unstuck and make start making that progress on your health and life goals. Again, that's getting really clear on your goals using the SMART acronym. The second thing is breaking down your goals and seeing what you need to do on a monthly basis, weekly to even daily, right? And then the third thing is taking small actions each day and having taking on this mentality of, the 1% better each day rule where you try every day to be 1% better than you were yesterday. And the fourth thing is accountability. Find a, a partner where you can, you know, keep each other accountable. Or even if let's say they're not into that as far as like wanting to, you know, improve their finances or, or their health goals, whatever your goals are, just say like, Hey, do you mind if we just check in with each other every two weeks just to tell you how I'm doing? Like, can you hold me accountable with that? Right. You don't want to put too much work on them. Like let them know like, Hey, I can reach out to you. Or if you don't mind, maybe every once in a while asking how I'm doing. All right, friend, I hope you enjoyed that. And if you haven't already, again, sign up for my weekly newsletter and also share this episode if you feel like this helped you in any way and you have a friend who also struggles with getting back on track or making progress with their goals, then go ahead and share this episode with them. All right, friend, until next time. All right, friend, did you enjoy today's episode? If so, don't keep the goodness to yourself. Share it with another nurse babe who's ready to elevate her life by managing her time and finding work-life harmony. And if you can, while you're at it, please leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. 
It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Until next time, friend.